This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome again to This Week in ITFC History. My name is David Diamond and I'll be here each and every week alongside, well I don't even think he needs an introduction now, it is the renegade stat man. Easy Dave. Easy stat. We'll be looking back at the names, the games, the wins, the draws and the losses that occurred this week in ITFC history. Just before we get started, just to remind everyone, this is part of the Blue Monday Network of podcasts, so please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, and tweet us your memories, good or bad, to at Blue Monday ITFC. Good to see you, Stat. How's things, mate? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. I mean, I didn't go to the game on Saturday, so what was that like? Uh, you didn't miss much, yeah. actually, mate. What I would say, the most exciting game I've seen recently was in your good company, um, I think it was Boxing Day. It was uh, Ipswich Wanderers Felix, though, wasn't it? Yeah, 1-0 win for the Wanderers. Huge yeah. upset, wasn't it? With about 60 um, <laughs> Felix Stowe fans there. Fanatics. Yeah. Right? It was good. Really, I loved that. No, it was good. Really enjoyed that. So, anyway, a new year stat. The new year has dawned. Where are we going first? 10th to the 16th of January. So, that means if we have a little weather watch, the weather's <laughs> kind of just a bit grey. Oh, today was... Yeah, right. But you will notice that, you know, every day that it might get a little bit lighter. So there's a positive. Yep, yep. There's uh, two minutes a day. You come in, like I said, we come into January. We we touched on it last week. You're going to get some cracking cup games in in this list. And that's where we're going to start off today. (sighs) I mean, well, is is this, this particular game probably what, arguably, the biggest domestic cup game since the cup final? Yeah. Yeah, Probably. yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> it probably is. I, I would say um, certainly the biggest match in oh, Marcus Evans' era. Oh, yeah, certainly, yeah. No, what am I talking about? No, sorry, because we had Cups, of course, after the Cup final in 78, we had cups. We had a Cup semi-final, didn't we, Man yeah. City? And are we, I'm sure we had a League Cup semi-final, Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. didn't we? 
Yeah, so actually, what am I talking about? And Nor- Norwich. Yeah, oh, well, I, oh, I, no. I thought, don't I'm even go there. The, I'm talking about me backside, let, let me, really. Let you me, carry on. Yeah. So in, in the dugout yep. is Ian Charlie McParland. Oh, yes. Yeah. This is the um, Mr. Keane had just, had just left, hadn't he? Yeah, so uh, this was uh, Charlie's second game. In char- I don't know why he's called Charlie, but he, his second game in charge. The first one was when we played go so well. Chelsea in didn't the FA so, Cup. Didn't go so well, did But it? do you think he adopted Mick McCarthy's approach, which he was going to rest his team <laughs> against against Chelsea, take the 7-0 defeat because he knew he had a better chance of beating Arsenal? I can't remember much about what sort of team he put out that day. I remember going to see us play Chelsea... Um, a couple of scenes before, we put up a really good show and lost three yeah. one. But it was we. I think we got level with them, didn't we? Yeah. Bruce, yeah. I mean, the the issue that we had was <laughs> injuries. Um, players were cup tied and stuff like that. Okay. But yeah, for, for this game, so McParland was in in the dugout. Yeah, Arsene Wenger was in charge of Premier League Arsenal. It was the twelfth of January two thousand and eleven. Uh, League Cup semi final. Look at the crowd! Wow, yeah. twenty nine thousand one hundred forty six, which wow. was the first time. That the stadium had been sold out since December two thousand and three, wow. although it wasn't a capacity. I think with the uh, police restrictions and stuff like that, yeah, um, we were we were just below thirty thousand. Now you were talking about the team, so this is a team that we put out. Go on, um, Martin Fulop was in goal. Okay, right, right, yeah, right back Jamie Peters, McCauley and Delaney in the middle. So pretty much regular, yeah. regular back yeah. three of the back four. Yeah, yeah, Darren O'Day, uh, in okay, yeah. left back. Yeah, he played. Um, uh, Mark Kennedy was in a holding role no. just behind the two. Did he really? Of, yeah. <laughs> he had um, Norris and Healy just in front of Kennedy. And, oh, and to complete Colin this five-man midfield on the right side was Edwards and on the left side was Connor Wickham. And wow. playing up front was the lone striker, Tamas Priskin. Oh, the much maligned. Tell you what, it's one or two players in that team you'd want in your team now, honestly. Norris was a player I quite... I think he divided a few, but I quite like quite like Norris. Well, with all he of had, these... He had a goal in him as well. Oh, he? totally. And all, all of these rumours about Tommy Smith going to Colorado Rapids and stuff, you know, McCauley or, or Delaney would, would fit into our team. In fact, if Bart does go to Palace, maybe we could get oh, Delaney back on, on some sort of swap. Well, yeah, he's certainly not featuring now, is he? I'm, no. I'm not seeing him in many squads. I sometimes keep my eye out for him. I haven't seen him in many Palace squads lately. Now but the, that's a good shout. Yeah. The, the Arsenal team were missing um, <laughs> RVP. Yeah, okay. Um, Sam, yep. Sammy Nasri. Yeah, run through their team. Have you got it all? And Gail Cliche. I haven't, I haven't got it all because I got some of them didn't even mean anything to me. But oh. they were, all, but they were, it was still a strong team. Okay. I mean, they had Bentner and Arshavin up front. Yeah, I can't um, remember that. Wilshire, Walcott, oh, uh, Fabregas, who was yes, in, I remember in he Healy's was, pocket. Most he was in petulant mood that yeah. night. I remember. Yeah, Abue and Koscielny oh, mate, and. Chesney, which is a, a score of thirty nine in in Scrabble. Oh, sorry, that's that's, that's that's like seven or eight first team players that yeah. eat well comfortably. Now, do you reckon? Because on that day, Paul Jewell was unveiled as uh, Ipswich manager. I know, and saying. much to my disgust, uh, the the music that they played when they unveiled him was U 2s Beautiful Day. Right. Don't really think it kind of went out <laughs> that way. But Jewell decided that he didn't want to be involved with the players that day and didn't want to sort of put them off. Thankfully, um, so he, he stood in the he stood in the stand. And do you do you think maybe he was thinking I don't fancy this as my first game? I don't fancy this as a four 0 defeat yeah. first game. Yeah, there might be something in that stack. Let um, let Ian McParland fall on his on his sword. And so uh, there was a great uh, entrance when we came in because it was on Sky and there were fireworks. That was all and, going on. Yeah. And but I remember where where I sat just by the the tunnel. Yeah. And we were quite close to the the fireworks sort of big flamers that were going up that. 
most of the people for about the first 20 minutes of the game kept saying, God, you could really really feel the heat from that, couldn't you? <laughs> so that, that caused great excitement in the Sir Alf Ramsey, <laughs> Ramsey lower. Um, so I've, I've written loads of notes down here. We, we were 19th in the, in the championship. Arsenal were, well, they finished fourth that season. Yeah. Um, now, what happened was, uh, obviously, Priskin, uh, just before half-time, had that great overhead yeah, kick overhead, where he was offside. Yeah, yeah. And also, uh, just before that, um, he, he well, I think early in the game, he, caught, he, he got some possession in, in their half on the left-hand side cut inside and he just had a shot that went shot. wide of, yeah, yeah. Of, of, of Chesney yeah, but that, yeah. was his, that was his best game for town comfortably I think well I mean it was at 1.7 million we, we spent from him and Roy King often you know quite rightly gets a, a, a lot of abuse but you know if you read his, his book I think the second half where he, he was saying he didn't really think that Priskin was worth more than 400,000 and no. suddenly Simon Clegg's gone in and, and he did 1.7 yeah. yeah but yeah. I think you're right on that night he certainly showed oh, yeah. you know what, what well, he was, was like about, yeah. so nil nil at half time um, and then we, uh, oh yeah, just before, so I think it was about the 75th minute, um, Arsenal had a great chance. I can't remember who it was who, who got down the line. They they crossed it. I think it might have been Kieran Gibbs. He, they, they crossed yeah. it and um, yeah. came off uh, Fabregas's knee. Yeah. And I think, it, I want to say it bounced over the, the bar. I think it did. I remember that. But that was about their only, up to the goal, that was about their only chance. I think. Yeah. I can't see, yeah, they didn't create anything. And then typical, a lot of tippy-tappy, nice stuff. But then suddenly, you know, Colin Healy gets the ball in, in midfield and plays this great through ball to, to Priskin. I think he's got Giroud who is um, chasing him down. I want to say Giroud. Koscielny, I think. Was it? Yeah, wouldn't well, Giroud. Giroud would have been up front. I, I, thought, I think it was Koscielny because yeah. I think I made it probably even better. Yeah, yeah. whoever it was. But yeah, they, <laughs> they chased him down, but they, they, they really couldn't young. close him down. Yeah. And um, suddenly he slots That's the ball. A great finish. Just to the, uh, to the right of... Um, Chesney, yeah, and then runs towards the the, the corner flag between the Sabobi and the Britannia, or whatever it's called. Now, great finish, um, great goal, one nil. Yeah. Um, would you say? Um, well, actually, you know, a little bit later than that, it would have been even better. But uh, Chesney uh, had saved. Edwards had a, an effort right near the end, Don't remember which that. could have, which could have turned it to to two nil. But would you say that was closest to some of the glory of? European yeah. nights in the past. No, I think I think it probably was just for the you know who the opposition was thirty thousand fans in. Yeah, that that would be the closest you'd you'd get to those great nights. Really, absolutely right, nailed on. Yeah, and and you know one nil up and you think, okay, yeah, you know got a lead. Two weeks, everyone. I mean, I went. It was great. Good, you know. Still, I know. Yeah. Ultimately, well, we might cover this later on. The result went went against us, but um, still a great, great, great evening out at and uh, at the Emirates and. Um, yeah, ultimately, we ran them quite close, really, didn't we? They only yeah. ran away with it in the last, what, 15 minutes or so. I mean, no, what, it was good. What I liked about that game was that, obviously, suddenly a, a lot more fans had, had turned up for the game. And you could kind of play, guess the Arsenal fan that was sitting in the home end, but you couldn't really guess until the 78th minute when Priskin scored. And you see a, and a number of people sitting there. You know down. what I'd say about this game? This was one of the very few games that have been built up, you know, nights like this and what? Whatever nights like games like this, and not they've been built up over the years since the glory days, which has actually gone our way. How many games have we turned up to? Right, this is it. This is the game, and we've just lost. You know, every time, or yeah, mostly every time. And and this was one of those ones which went our way. And there's a really good point you make that yeah, it was close back to those European nights. Really, really should should have kept Ian McParlin maybe. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's interesting two games really. Yeah, (laughs) quite a contrast. I mean, you know, well. 
Well, you know, a few spoilers. Obviously, you know, Arsenal then went on to to reach the final, but they yeah. lost to they lost to Birmingham. Yeah, Birmingham. You know, yeah, yeah. You no, kind I of think if we'd have beaten Arsenal, oh, we would have fancied those shout. chances. You yeah. got a shout, yeah. Um, now, uh, just a quick one. Uh, no connection at all, but it is a number one that was on uh, the twelfth of January two thousand eleven. Um, it was a big shout out to Rihanna or Riri, as as our oh, fans yeah. well, call it. Yeah, it was. Um, what's my name? Oh, I, that I was hoping that... that it was going to be the Venga boys with um, Venga bus because <laughs> I thought you know the, he he could have parked the Venga bus. <laughs> no, that one passed me by. That one, but uh, no, yeah, no, it's good. It's it nice to reminisce about that one. And um, yeah, nights, days, nights like that have been few and far between. They're to be savoured, I think. So stat <laughs> next. I've just seen where we're going next, and well, you, I mean, you, you've got to put the stat machine in big reverse, haven't you? Oh, stat machine loved it going this <laughs> one. Although we're just going to have a, a very small jump there, um, you know. So he he doesn't mind a little jump because he knows that we're going to be heading to an even better game for our third game. But yeah, so we're going back to when Scott Duncan was um, in charge. <laughs> yeah, um, he was the better of the two Duncan brothers, wasn't he? As Ipswich oh, manager, he probably was. Um, yeah. And it was the FA Cup third round. Yeah, it was Saturday, twelfth of January, nineteen fifty-two. Right, and we were at home to Gateshead. So we would have been in what third division south, yeah, yeah. which was effectively the yeah, or, yeah, the, yeah, effectively the third. There wasn't a fourth division, was there? No, so yeah, no. that's so you're in the lower yeah the, yeah. the, the lower division. Yeah, that's what I was getting. But we at, we, yeah. we still um still managed to attract eleven thousand eight hundred and nineteen. Oh, nearly. Nearly Saturday's game. Fans, yeah. Not not far up. Well, actually, it was probably more than Saturday's game, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, let's face it, it probably um, was, yeah. Now, at uh, half-time, it was 1-1, um, and the game ended 2-2. Um, Neil Miles got a last-minute penalty for town. Um, so we went, then went to a replay where we drew 3-3 at, at Gateshead, yeah. and then we went to a second replay. And at the time, I think that the, the FA were keen that the, the second replay was at a neutral Yeah, always, venue. yeah, yeah. Like, like... Back in the you know Leeds replays Filbert yeah. Street, yeah. Um, so uh, we lost in the second replay two one to Gateshead at Bramall Lane. Oh, wow, yeah, look at that. But yeah. the the thing that stands out for me in this game, which I want to talk about, which was um, our goalkeeper <laughs> playing his last game, Mick Burns, <laughs> yeah. was the oldest player to ever have um, pulled on the, Mate, the can, blue shirt. I can see it. If Bart goes. Craig Forrest, where is he? He well, must be around. Exactly. <laughs> Mick Burns was 43 years, 219 days. Yeah, he's getting on a bit there. Which I'm exp- pretty certain is, is, is less than two, um, two um, Teddy Bishops, isn't it? <laughs> so, he, um, yeah, I think he coins the phrase of, yeah, experienced keeper there, probably. Can you, can you remember any, any keepers? Because, I mean, the ones that I can remember... Uh, or any old players. I remember Phil Parks when when he joined well, us. Well, for Town in Goal. Yeah. Uh, John Jackson on loan. Yeah. He was about 40, I think. Yeah, that's right. John Jackson, he's the one I remember. He only played, I think, one game against his other Spurs or Man U right at the end of the season, 82, I think it was. Um, he He's the oldest I can think of. Walkie, um, Walkie was 39 was and really a number 30, of days. Was yeah. he 39? Yeah. No. Made his debut at 17. So made his debut 70, yeah, yeah, 75, yeah, 75 96, yeah. 97. Yeah, Christ, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Um, unbelievable! I, I'm thinking about our current team. Probably, yeah, um, I've, I've, I've seen Gert, that. Would you say is there anyone older than him? So Gherkins, what, what, what does that make him? In thirty-two, thirty-two, I think. Yeah, yeah. So McGoldrick's about thirty, but yeah. he can't be. I mean, Doogie's gone now. How old's Chambers? Thirty. Yeah, there is or a, thirty-one. There's yeah. a lot of. But it's a few players around yeah. that age, isn't there? Be good to secure their their contracts. Sc- yeah, <laughs> funny enough, excuse, 
Fortescue's 30, same I think, year. Yeah, a, yeah. yeah funny that. Um, it's like the, the, the McCarthy um, team are, are coming to maybe towards the end and that's, you know, he's, he's bringing in the, the new players, you know, the Waghorns. I know, I know that Garner, I, I don't actually, I've, I've no idea how old Garner is. He, he plays like he's about... He plays like he's in the forties, anyhow. Or whatever. <laughs> he's about twenty-eight. Old-fashioned centre forward, twenty-eight, twenty-nine. But let's get that on. I see. You put this Gateshead and now in the Vanarama North, which yeah. is the. No, again, I think this. I think that's National League NL. Oh, Vanarama is that? Isn't that the top one? Oh, Vanarama and uh, National League. Yes, they would be. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, North. I see what you're saying. Let's talk yeah, about it in old money. So I think they're in the conference. Vauxhall no, they are conference. in the conference now. Yeah. Van, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is what it is. Yeah, um, so um, I, I don't even know who they. I, I didn't even know who their manager was, and I didn't even go to see who the who they got in the fourth round. But certainly, forty three years, two hundred and nineteen. Nice one. So we're now going to go from nineteen fifty two. Yeah. To the sixteenth of January, nineteen ninety six. Um, I won't tell you about the uh, who we're playing or, or the competition, but we are away to the reigning Premiership champions. Cause I think it still was Premiership then. Um, George Burley's Ipswich were away to Ray Harford's Blackburn Rovers. Crikey. Yeah. Um, they were sitting eighth in the Premier League. Um, can't see it. I mean, no, it's very quickly where well, this we was, were. This was our first season after yeah. relegation under Bur- and you know, under Burley, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, funny enough, what uh, we'll, we'll go into, I've got, got a quote of, of what you were saying, but yeah, we, we drew nil-nil at, at home to um, Blackburn in the, in the first leg. Don't, no recollection of that game. No. It no. was... Uh, but, you know, the replay, we turned up wearing the, the claret and green or whatever colour you want to call it. That was one odd-looking kit, wasn't yeah. it, that one? Yeah. Um, Wright made only his first start that season, I think. Um, and in goal, yeah, I don't know what that means. I've, I've written a note, but it doesn't. See, the trouble is, I, just let listeners <laughs> know, sh- I put little short, notes in here for shorthand, short and sometimes I don't. Want, I might oh, want to stick we... little things in here I don't want Dave to know about, but I, I have no idea what that means. Yeah. But just to let you know who was playing for um, Blackburn. Yeah, you, you've done notes, I'm trying to get yeah. these. So it's Tim Flowers, yeah. Henning Berg, yeah. Jeff Kenner, yeah. DB, who's DB? Oh, David Batty, yeah. um, Colin Hendry. Yeah. Oh, CC's got me. International manager. Oh, Chris Coleman. Yeah. Stuart Ripley. Yeah. I'll give you 10 points if you get this next one. Okay. Alan Shearer. Yeah. Um, oh, the other guy up front used to play for Luton. Yeah. Um, can't remember his name. Mike Newell. Mike Newell. KG. Kevin Gallagher. Yeah. Kevin Gallagher. So just for the listeners, Dave is trying to think who LB is. Oh, and it's something obvious, isn't it? Um, LB. This is kind of a little bit like the um, CV game. Shall L- I tell you who else he played for? Go on. Forrest. Oh, it's think be so yeah. easy. He's um, foreign. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wes Burns running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. 
If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. No, I'll oh, know it, but I won't. Go on. Lars Bohinen. Oh, I never got that. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I know he played. You played did he not play for Derby as well? Been around that, I think you played. I think he played for yeah. Derby. Yeah. Um, I never know. I didn't even know he played for Blackburn. There you go. Bloody hell, I've been there all night getting that. Um, and th- th- this <clears> game, um, as I made a note here, you know, Tim Flowers it was basically just a spectator for much of the game. And if you if you go onto YouTube and have a look at it, um, unbelievable. I mean, the team played fantastically well, and we, you know, we were like you said, we were we were Burley's team that was going through transformation against a really so who, strong. Who, who would have we? Who would have we had at the back? You know, Mark up against you know Shearer and Newell, uh, Mowbray. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, Sedgley was going to be in there. Oh, Sedgley. Um, was that Walkey? Um, Williams would have been in there. Tariqo probably wouldn't he? Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, but you know, th- this game is all about um, Richard Wright. Oh, he was just. I mean, he made save after save, and I, I had a I had a, a message from Paul Cecil on on Twitter, who who claimed that Richard Wright made 126 saves in that game. <laughs> and one of them that sticks out is an instinctive one hander. I think the ball comes across, and I think Newell kind of slides in, and um, it's one of those ones where. Right, he's just putting his hand out. You know, people call it instinctive. Other people will call it lucky. Well, but at the end of the day, his hand was in the right place. To just well, that was the game that really he he made his name, wasn't it? That was the game that made him really. It came to everybody's sort of. I know it wasn't live on. I know for a fact it wasn't live on TV. But that was the real game that he came to everybody's attention and you know proved that you know which is what a great young young keeper he was. And and I, I assume following that game was he. That was it. Was he then a regular after that game? Was he just playing basically yeah. because yeah. Forrest? Was I think it? It was, yeah. I'm, I'm, see, I'm, I've no idea what GF in goal for first time means. <laughs> oh, no, it's not GF. Craig Forrest was in goal for the first tie. That's what that means. So Craig Forrest was in the nil-nil. <sighs> yeah, okay. And, and, yeah, and, he, got, and he brought them in. Um, but we, we had chances to win this game. Matthew had a, had a couple of chances, but there was a... Um, Shearer had a goal disallowed. Ball came across, and he was climbing over Mowbray. And I remember this about this. This was the game where Shearer came out with that. Well, I think no I, I, I think he said it the, the season before in the yeah, Premiership, but yeah, this certainly yeah, um, yeah, yeah. bit him on the backside. Do you yeah, want to say yeah. what he said? Because I mean, obviously, this wasn't a Premiership game, but oh, Shearer said yeah. it. Yeah, certainly was the year before. He said that there was no easy games in the Premiership except Ipswich at uh, Ipswich at home. Yeah, and so um, that was sweet. It was uh, Shearer hit the crossbar. <laughs> And then basically, um, there was a great ball from from Williams to to Matthew. Um, Ian Marshall, I think. Yeah, I think it's you know the ball from from Williams um, goes down the left flank. Matthew's there, sort of in the left back position, muscles out the defender, plays the ball across, 
to Ian Marshall, who who holds it. And then Marshall at this point is thinking about shooting. You can almost see his left leg is swinging yeah. around. And then Mason appears from nowhere. And, and roars it in, doesn't he, yeah. first time. Bang. Hell of a finish. 115... Miles an hour? Yeah. <laughs> 115 <laughs> minutes. It probably was 115 <laughs> miles an hour. Um, and we, we won 1-0. One, one and going back to a point that you said um, about the, the Arsenal game... And George Burley said after this game that it was the best cup victory since when yeah, yeah, victory. Yeah, yeah. good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd agree with that. So what was that? Crikey, it was still 18 years. Yeah, definitely. Um, so great, great uh, scenes and great photos you see of uh, the players coming off and they're all kind of just sort of pointing at, at righty sort of thing. And, you know, he well, I think the, he, was, he was almost the one, what I do remember about it, he was almost a one-man barrier against Shearer. You know, and I think Shearer, in his, to be fair to him, I seem to remember coming out afterwards and said, oh, you know, the young kid was... Was outstanding in yeah. goal, but yeah, that was that was just superb. And Mason was another one; he had a goal in him, didn't he? Oh, God, totally! Saw yeah. some great goals. Aberdeen, yeah, uh, he was at, and uh, he played for uh, I want to say Groningen. Oh yeah, D- yeah, he Dutch did. team as yeah, well. Yeah, he did. But anyway, there, there, there's a there's a link um, from this game uh, where oh. we're going to go to next. So we're going to go to. 16th of January 2010, Roy Keane is the Ipswich manager. Yep. And in the opposition dugout is former Blackburn Rovers midfielder Chris Coleman. Ah, tenuous, um, well, not yeah. tenuously, a good league, um, yeah, like that. So uh, basically this was uh, a, a league match on a Saturday and when people are listening to this, they're kind of saying, just get to the... Get to the end bit, you know. That's what everybody talks about this end <laughs> bit. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to well, hang around too like much. like you, I can't remember... Anything about the first three goals in this game? No, can you? I really can't. I, I Mor- Morrison scored in the second minute, and I think we probably sat around. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Yeah, Stern John <clears throat> scored his only goal for us in the forty-second minute. Vaguely yeah. remember that just before yeah. half-time goal. I can't remember that. Colback, you know, after you know, I think fifty-second minute it was. We we go to, two-one up. Now, what I would say in this game, um, there are a few things. Um, uh, how we set up? I mean, Damien Delaney had a had a great game in in this in uh, in this match, and he I think recently switched from from left back to centre half. I think when yeah, we was... when we bought him, um, he was a left back. He was at like QPR. a he was like a fish up a tree, wasn't yeah. he? At left as Merson would yeah. say at left back, but he, I, I liked him at centre half. But interestingly, you know, you can never guess with Roy Keane what his teams were going to be. So he put Jamie Peters at left back in this game. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he had uh, Garvin on the uh, on the right wing. <laughs> And um, Jack Colback on on the left wing. Uh-huh. Now there there are plenty of positives, and actually, I think you know around this time there there were some some positives about the the team and where we were going because obviously we hadn't we hadn't won until the thirty first of no. October, no, and we were slowly climbing the table. But anyway, the um, uh, fourth official puts up that there's four minutes of time added on, and. Um, 20,135 people are probably thinking, all right, well, yeah, you know, okay. we'll, we can go now. Town of one. There was a thing, one. it was a bit similar to the, to what happened in the Sheffield Wednesday game just before, well, end of November, which the one was on TV, where I think we get the ball on the right and we're sort of, we're, we're sort of penning, I think they might have the ball, we're sort of penning them in. And I think we should have had a free kick. It looks like we should have had a free, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure about that. Ref doesn't give it, the ball breaks and it just gets, well, yeah, the ball gets sort of played around the midfield. And to be fair to them, they leave their centre-half up and it's played played deep. It's a good cross, actually, yeah. right to the back post and he just gets up and nods it back across um, Aaron Lee Barrett, I think, was in goal. Yeah, Richard, um, Richard Wood. Richard yeah. Wood. Yeah. And it's like 2-2 like two, two, and you think, oh, what, what, really? 
Well, we went happening again. Yeah, we went through that spell of conceding a number of late goals in the, in the Roy Keane era. For me, I think Sheffield United was it, away, was it a game against Wat- Watford, Watford where we yeah. absolutely battered them. And Nathan, I think Nathan Ellington scored at Portman yeah. Road, literally ninety yeah. fifth minute, last kick of the game, and it, it almost. It didn't quite. Well, it wasn't a joke, but it almost became kind of a bit frustrating. That oh, you yeah. thought, you know, knew it was going to happen, and, and you I think, knew, can you imagine the players walking back in and <laughs> yeah, waiting, keen waiting for them after conceded yet another last minute goal. Well, I mean, it's interesting that you said about you know keeping Richard Wood up front because the the other person that they had up front was Leon Best. He he'd come on for Jeez, come on yeah, for Coventry, yeah. but yeah, so we we were all kind of thinking, well, there you <clears> go, two <throat> two, we're throwing it away again, but then. Um, well, just over a minute after Richard Wood scored, um, the ball goes forward. Um, Pablo, I think, wins a header. Well, it's a weird one. It's an yeah. odd one. I think the ball goes forward. And it goes. To, it's, um, the ball's kicked off, and it goes to Peters at left back. He just it, like yeah. swings his left foot at it, gets it forward. And I thought he was Wickham with the touch. Someone well, I gets thought, a... did Pablo get the first touch? Knock it to the left. Perhaps you're right. And yeah. Wickham just puts a really yeah. great touches it through. Yeah. And it's just Pablo. It's just a finish and. It's brilliant, and it? he just the place. Well, I mean, superb. The beach just lifts it over the keeper, and um, oh, it's just you think, what have I just really witnessed that? You know, it's crazy, wasn't it? Absolutely crazy. Uh, I mean, you you would say probably in the top three games during the Roy Keane era, I'd say. You know, yeah, yeah, easy. I mean, the interesting thing is that obviously, you know, the fourth official put up four minutes, and you know, Roy Keane would have had a right moan at the press conference at the end because Richard Wood scored in the ninety fifth minute. <laughs> But then what I thought was really funny was that Chris Coleman was was moaning about the fact that we then scored the winner in the 97th minute, but whilst also recognising that his team had scored. And I'm not quite sure where the, the referee suddenly found these. I, I, I really don't. I really don't think. But again, uh, do you know, over in, in, in those barren, in the barren last 15 years, probably ever since we've been, you know, down in the championship, that's probably at Portman Road. That's probably one of the top five moments. Yeah. Easily. But- what about all those people that left when when um, when Coventry <laughs> equalised? Yeah, I'd, I'd say honestly. Well, uh, what ninety fourth minute? Don't joking. People would have left. Be, what, well, no, yeah, but I'd say yeah, yeah. People would have left. Um, certainly, you know, alongside with games we've covered, the alongside like the Sheffield United game, the what the, the game we did the other week, the Wigan game. Yeah, yeah. that'd be up there with that. That yeah. just that moment. So th- this was um, game game twenty five. Uh, we were nineteenth. Uh, with 28 points, but game 20 we were we were in the relegation zone, and I I think at this point there, there were some positives and stuff. Um, it's the first time that we'd won uh, three on the trot at home mm. consecutive matches. I think for maybe a, since a few Royal. years, and, 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 and yeah. Also, yeah, I think maybe. there was a, a record. I keep thinking that we scored uh, at least three goals in in three consecutive matches at home as well. So that there, there were positives and. Um, you know, this was just Roy Keane's first full season, but there you go. So um, let's finish it. Finish it late with with Pablo um, scoring no, that good. winner in ninety seventh minute, and yeah. actually the uh, remember and reminisce about the celebrations where all the players were in front of the Sir Bobby Robson stand there, and yeah, the, and you, I remember uh, Barrett and Lee Barrett running the length right. of the pitch and yeah. jumping on the bundle. No, superb. That's that. Enjoyed that. So, um, so what, what birthday? What notable birthdays have we got this week? Well, we've got a, a right mix this week. Um, so. On the tw- uh, no, it's gone. on the eleventh of January, we've yep. got Jack Parry. Now it's actually not his birthday. Well, I, I, I don't know because sadly Jack Jack Parry died in about two thousand and ten. But this is the day that he was born. He was born on this day in. Um, it'd be ninety. It'd be, be ninety four. So, so he's ninety four this year. Uh, yeah, my, I'm sure my dad used to mention him. I, I think they used to call him Aussie. 
I think. I don't know. Right. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah, there is an Aussie. Oh, is that parry? another yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Do we think? Oh. I don't know. Right, anyway. Okay. Um, 153 yeah, appearances. Yeah. Um, he was a goalkeeper at Swansea, um, and he joined Ipswich in 1951. And I think he'd already played Maybe at least different one. one yeah. Welsh international. All oh, right. Um, and he was our first choice keeper for for four seasons. Um, and he was ever present in the uh, 1953-54 Division Three South title team. Yeah, that first um, promotion. So, yeah, 94 years ago today, Jack Parry was born. He nice ended one. up going to, to Chelmsford. Okay. Um, on the 12th of January, we've got Chris Casement. Um, he'll be 30. Now, if people are sort of thinking, oh, do I remember Chris Casement? He had a sort of a shock of red hair, didn't he? Did. He? he did. Yeah. And was he not, I see you've got FA yeah. Cup Youth winner, was he not a captain? Yeah, I think he was the captain. I think, I think, yeah. I, think I remember him yeah. getting a trophy, yeah. actually. Good good shout, yeah. So he, he made 14 appearances um, for us. Um, uh, I always thought he was pretty, from what I remember yeah. of him, pretty solid. And I think you, you said, um, I think you mentioned the game. Did he play um, a game at Watford or something? I, th- I think he's. I think he was a pretty solid player. Yeah, I just, I, you know, he. I think because of his age and stuff like that, you know, because he's, he's only 30 now. I seem to remember him playing in that Watford Fifth round cup tie at oh, Vicarage Road, you know yeah. the one with a with a phantom Danny Haynes, Jamie yeah, Peters Pete's, goal. <laughs> and, yeah, just do that. If if you if you go into YouTube and put you you can find it if you put the right keywords and just to see those two doing that, and, that oh, little dance, on. swinging the balls their legs. in our six yard box. <laughs> um, now, when he was at Ipswich, Chris Casement, he had, he had three loan spells, and um, then I think he went off to Dundee. And if you look at his career, mm. um, he's still with Irish League, uh, yeah, yeah. Linfield mm. um, in in Northern Ireland. I mean, actually won one Northern Ireland cap, but he's kind of, I think this is his third spell with, with Linfield. I think, um, yeah, um, he played a load of games for Porter Down, I think. I, I, I looked at that and yeah. I think, yeah, he's uh, he's now back at Linfield. So, yeah, yeah he's, I mean, he's had, a, I guess he's, I guess that's full time. He's sort of had a career. Yeah, certainly. And our final birthday on the 16th of January is Ian Atkins. Oh, I like Ian Atkins. Um, we signed him from Everton in 1985. I think he he would have had a championship medal, you know. I think he was part of that uh, squad. Yeah. So yeah. They, they won at 84-85, didn't yeah, they? they? Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And didn't they then go on to win European Cup Winners' Cup? Or... Yep. Yep. Yep, beat... So that's uh, when they must yeah. have won the FA Cup in 84 when they beat... FA Cup 84, because that yeah. was, uh, again, it was one of those seminal games, a bit like um, I seem to remember, uh, you know, the famous Ferguson game at, at Notts Forest when Robin scored. I think Adrian Heath scored in a League Cup tie at Oxford yeah. and literally kept Howard Kendall in a job. And they went on to win the League Cup and <laughs> next year won the league. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. Who's, yeah. who's going who's gonna to score the winning goal on Saturday against Leeds to to keep Mick McCarthy in the, jo- in the job. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ian Atkins, um, he made 96 appearances and four goals. And one of the things I mentioned is that that free kick versus Oxford in, in 86 when we beat them yeah. 3-2. Oh, that's it. We're staying up then. Yeah. yeah Pitch invasion. Not Do, you know, that for, for whatever people's views are on, on what the current situation is at Ipswich, we don't have enough of those situations. Oh, you know, pitch invasions. Yeah. I mean, I know we ultimately got relegated in, in 85, 86, but when you're playing your team at the bottom, yeah. it was, we were we were playing for something. Oh, no, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, know, I know what you're saying. I say the closest we could get possibly now to a pitch invasion is invasion to try and get to the director's box, potentially. Yes, right, yeah. <laughs> um, and so he was, uh, he was a captain, um, Ian Atkins was. But then obviously uh, Ferguson left and, and John Duncan came in and they, they didn't quite see eye to eye. Didn't and I fancy think, him, did he? No, 
for, uh, Duncan gave uh, Ian Cranston the the captain's armband, and Ian Atkins um, went off to to Birmingham. Yeah, good player. I liked him. Yeah. He could play sort of bit of you know centre mid. I certainly remember. I'm simply remembering playing full back. I yeah. think he's even played centre half probably. Didn't yeah. he? Um, utility player, I call him. And he, he was he was a tough mm. tackler. But mm. the one memory I have about him is when we played. Did Garth Crooks play for Charlton? Don't remember that. Don't remember mm. him playing for Charlton. But yeah, Garth Crooks was playing for somebody. Yeah. Possibly Charlton, I don't know. He and, cut him in half, didn't he? Um, no, he, he absolutely floored him. Swung around. and Who, Atkins did? Oh, Gar- oh, oh Crooks flattened yeah. Atkins. Oh, yeah. did he? And you wouldn't expect that from Garth Crooks. Not really. Yeah, quite a, a, a yeah, violent mild, assault. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. No, don't, don't remember that. But hopefully on the 16th, Ian won't remember that either and, and will enjoy his, his 61st but, birthday. I'll, I'll tell you what, I mean, looking at that, joined in 85, left in 86, and, and 96 I, games, I he, think he had barely missed a game. Two, yeah, two two seasons and not not missed anything. Ever yeah. present. Yeah, yeah, good play. Yeah. Right, Dim. There you go. All done. That that is absolutely brilliant. Again, mate, thoroughly enjoyed that this week. Um, we hope everyone out there enjoyed it. If you remember any of the events we talk about, or any suggestions, then please let us know on social media at Blue Monday ITFC at David Diamond Three and Stat is at Chomp X Three. And don't forget to hit follow on there and give us a like at Facebook.com slash Blue Monday ITFC. Ben will be here with the Leeds preview show all being well on Friday. I'll be back on the flagship show with Ben on Monday, which will feature stats, magnificent stat of the week. And with any luck, we'll be back with more nostalgia this time next week. Cheers, stats. See you then. Yeah, take care. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in a participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.